Well, hello there. This is the fake Ken fan from Hacker Public Radio. And I'd like to invite every single one of you out there to come and join us on New Year's Eve for the Hacker Public Radio Internet Party. A 24-hour blast. Come and join us. Details available on hackerpublicradio.org. It will be simply grand. Hello, Hacker Public Radio. This is the New Age Techno Hippie, and I'm bringing you another episode, this time on Wireshark. I had talked to Ken a long time ago about doing this. Um, I still don't know if I'm going to have time to go into the right detail on it, but this is going to be just an introductory um, episode. Hopefully, if uh, people want to know more, they can ask questions, and then I'll sort of try and get out episodes here and there about um, the different topics. Um, I'm going to start out some real basic stuff, which is if you're kind of have an idea, you've seen Wireshark, you looks really cool and interesting, and you can capture packets, and you can look at what's going on and how things work. Um, Really, the first level to start at is head over to Wikipedia at least, take a look at the communications protocol page, um, and it'll give a high level of how protocols are organized, sort of the basic rules that are, people play by, how they're structured. Um, it's a place to start. Uh, if you don't really understand what a communications protocol is, it's, you know, at the simplest level, just a way for uh, agreed method by which two parties will talk to each other. It's like saying, um, I say hello, and then you're obligated to say hello back to me before we can do anything else. And then... After that, we can go into something and I can ask a question and you will respond with the answer. And then you ask a question and I respond with the answer. It's just a structured way by which two parties communicate. Um, you can go you know, as far back as you want in time and people have always had these sorts of protocols. Um, in the computer world, um, one of the best known is the stuff that all the internet runs on, which is the TCP, IP, UDP, all these sorts of uh, three-letter acronyms um, and two-letter ones, but the basic protocols that run those. And if you're going to use Wireshark to capture those, you sort of need to understand what all those different protocols are. Um, and one of the great spots that you can go to get some of that information is a website called www.protocols.com. And that site will have a list of all the different, or well, not all, but um, a 
different, probably not all, but a lot of the different protocols that are out there and how they're structured and what they mean and what the responses are and the acknowledgements and, you know, what order packets go in and how that stuff's all structured. I mean, it's a pretty interesting site that design is... I don't know, I think a little bit lacking, but they have some links in the front page when you first go there and some general ideas of the protocols that you're going to be um, looking at. And I think that if we're going to start looking at Wireshark, one of the first things you really need to do is understand some of the very basics. And if you're looking at something like TCP IP suite of protocols, it'll go into sort of, and you click on the TCP IP at protocols.com, you see a general layout of how the protocols are structured, what the information is. And then what you need to do is you need to go through Wireshark, capture some data on your local network as you're sort of surfing the web or something. And then you start taking a look and you look for these different protocols of what you're doing. So you find those protocols at protocols.com and then you take a look at those same protocols in Wireshark that you're doing. Now to help you with that obviously you need to go get Wireshark from the download page. The link will be in the show notes in case you don't already have it. Um, if you're not on, if you're on Windows or Mac, if you're on a Linux, Nix, um, it's going to be in the repository or portage tree or something like that. It'll be, be readily available to you from where you normally get your software. Now, on the Wireshark um, org page, you know, you're going to get, there's a documentation section, so, and there'll be a shortcut to that in the show notes as well, on uh, basically slash docs after wireshock.org, and in the center of that page is a, uh, just like sort of a rundown of some videos with, you know, hands-on introduction to Wireshark, um, and a whole little series of, uh, that somebody did there, like showing different, uh, techniques that you can use to look up certain types of data for Wireshark. Um, and then obviously there's the complete user guide for Wireshark and that'll also be out there. There's a lot of things that you can do with Wireshark. Uh, one thing to keep in mind though is, is that it's capturing the protocol packets and it's only able to capture stuff that the live PCAP can capture. So if your computer lets you have access to the device and you can capture on that device, which is most of your Ethernet cards, or if you have the right types of 802.11 gear, the 802.11 stuff, you can capture your network traffic on that and look at the communication protocols for those, um, or you know whatever other network um, devices that you have in your computer. Um, it's not going to let you do protocol analysis. And, and when you look at the communications protocol page, you get an idea for this. That it talks about stuff sort of on all levels. Um, but it's not going to, you know, readily, you're not normally going to use something like Wireshark to be capturing protocols and looking at, like, USB protocols back and forth between devices. You're just looking at your network-type protocols that you're getting off of your Ethernet card. Now, that being said, there's a lot of interesting things that you can look at for those communications protocols. So some of the things that, you know, I just thought about recently of, of doing, which I wound up just chucking my GPS because um, I hated it so bad rather than um, spending all the time, which I don't have to reverse engineer how they're working it, but some of the new TomTom GPS devices 
Um, and I found out because I got a Garmin device, they do, do very similar thing, and I eventually might wind up doing that with that because I was so fed up with the TomTom device that I just got rid of it. Um, but they're using, um, treating the device when you plug it in to the USB port, it's not showing up as a hard drive anymore. It's showing up as a network device, and you communicate with that as a network device. Well, when you do that, you can now capture on that network port. So if you wanted to make a driver, right, or interact on the same software level with one of these GPS devices, one of these new TomTom, the Via series, um, and I think they said my Garmin Nuvi or whatever does the same way, if you want to activate or work with one of these devices on the same level that their software did or make software to do so, um, one of the things that you need to understand is, well, how is it talking back and forth? And you can do that by using something like Wireshark to capture the network traffic between your computer and the device and look at how it's passing the data back and forth between those two devices. Um, and there's going to be a lot of other sort of network-attached appliances. And um, you can use Wireshark to find out more about how these network-attached appliances work uh, by using something like Wireshark, and it'll give you an idea for how they're working. So sort of just a quick introduction, and if there's more stuff that people want to know, then we can go into that. I didn't want to recover a lot of what was on the Wireshark.org website. Uh, the introduction video uh, was about five minutes, good place to start. There's a whole bunch of little short, you know, anywhere between, you know, one and ten minute videos um, going down there, and there's also some um, links to the sort of their conference type stuff for um, the Wireshark when they get together and that goes over some of the um, presentations and links to the presentations for how to do it. There's a lot of reading out there if you want to come up to speed on it. Now I'm not objectionable to covering some of that material in uh, podcast, you know, in this podcast format. Um, but I think that the video walkthroughs that are on the site are a good place to start. If there's other stuff that needs to be done, um, you know, if you guys want to hear more about it or hear more about something in particular, then I can look at that and, and maybe come up with something. But until I get an idea of what exactly you would like to know, there's so many protocols out there. There's so many... Um, ways that you can use Wireshark to look at the different proto, you know, that you can use it to look at the different protocols and so many features to Wireshark. It's a very, very, very mature program. Um, uh, you know, an awesome GPL tool that, that we have that we can use to do very professional level work. I can't cover in, you know, in any one podcast or even a series of podcasts. I could go on to the, you know, probably not the end of time, but for a very long time, um, doing podcast after podcast, just sort of exploring all the different protocols that are out there. So if there's a particular protocol that, that, you know, maybe we want to take a look at and how it functions or, 
you know, possibly look into the, the why did, you know, why maybe they, they did that. I can, you know, offer that sort of armchair commentary on why a certain protocol might look like it does or something like that. Um, I've done a little bit of protocol design, um, but mostly on a serial level, not a lot of network protocol design. Um, just sort of, you know, saying, okay, well, here's two devices, and I'm going to come up with, you know, my own serial protocol to make these two things talk that were not necessarily meant to talk or, you know, needed some way to kind of say, okay, well, let's take this hardware, and I'm not using it the way that it's supposed to be used, and so I need to make it, you know, talk to this other piece of software for custom hardware software integration development. Um, that I've done in the past, say, you know, to create an entire system, but that's on a different level than sort of looking at these inter looking at the internet protocols and taking a look and saying, well, do we want to, you know, take a look at, at a particular protocol for the internet that's slightly different than that sort of work which I've done in the past. I've also done network troubleshooting with things like Wireshark and just sort of, well, you know, oh, why isn't this working or why am I you know, not able to get to this server, that server with this protocol, and I have a, a device over here, and it's not making it to this other end, and, and where do I want to put my equipment, and, you know, get your equipment in a spot where you can see more of the packets that are that are going back and forth. Um, that's the other thing to be aware of with Wireshark is, is that you're only going to see the packets that are that you're connected to. So your computer's only going to see the packets that it has access to based on where it is in your network. So if you connect Wireshark up and it's on the you know on your router behind your NAT, it's not going to see stuff necessarily on the other side of your NAT. If you're um, if you're tiered off and you're blocked off on a router, you're going to see stuff that, that comes into your subnet. You're not going to like see stuff on the outside. So you need to make sure that the computer that has Wireshark on it is connected to the part of the network that you want to look at um, or has access to it. So you're just seeing what's coming into that network card or going out of that network card. You're not actually able to look at stuff elsewhere unless you sort of put your computer in between um, parts of the network. So if you wanted to look at a different computer, you don't want to look at its end of the traffic. You want to look at the traffic flowing from it to another part of the network. Then you need to position your computer in between those two to monitor that and do capture. Um, so you could set up your computer to do the to do full pass routing and then stick it in the center and monitor the incoming and outgoing Ethernet cards. And as it does, it'll it'll take a look at every packet that's going in and then every packet that's coming out and you've set yourself up with a you know a very basic um, network analyzer sort of setup um, and I remember when I was working as a as you know a general admin and looking at servers and managing a lab that it that was a you know it was a fun little piece of equipment to have a network analyzer like that and you know there's this big standalone bulky unit that had two ethernet ports on it and a little laptop and it's cuss you know you had to have this laptop with it to plug into the unit to do the network analyzer traffic and now you have wireshark and you can do it for free and it's pretty cool so i hope that you guys have an idea of where to start with the protocol stuff i mean a lot of you guys probably already know this stuff but for 
the most part, that's what it's really about. It's about understanding um, what your target is and 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 kind of have a general idea of what you're getting yourself into first with a particular protocol, and then taking a look at how it's functioning. Um, the software itself, Wireshark, is after you watch the introduction video on Wireshark.org, it's pretty. Um, you'll get yourself rolling pretty quickly, but if there's other questions, please just submit them into the feedback through the website and uh, or through my Gmail account, and I'll get back to, you know, try and record an episode on whatever people want to hear an episode on if I can, all right? And if I can't, then I'll post an episode saying that, you know, I completely bomb on this and maybe this is a better source of information and point you towards where I think I can find, or, you know, where we might be able to find the information at. But in general, I'm just going to sort of leave it there and have a good night. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.